This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are, Raider Nation. Next couple hours here, Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. My man, Demon Cotton, in the home studios, holding it down behind the wheels of steel. Your boy, Q. Come here to you and a different day, a different set of circumstances. And I'll tell you, this is kind of, one, this is how life goes. But two, this is just kind of how... It is when you have radio and you do it live and you're, you know, going by everything that happens. You're kind of on the on the tail end of everything that happens throughout the course of the day and days. Everything piles together. It's a real life reality show. And here we are today coming to you. And it's it's a somber day uh, for a lot. There's a somber day for the Las Vegas community. There's a somber day for a family of a loved one or someone that lost their life early in the morning. Uh, as you know, by now it's two o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm not breaking any news to you, but Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs gets involved in a car accident in the wee hours of the morning. And ultimately a life is lost. And that's just, that's not okay on in, in any way to, to, to put it. Uh, it's something that should not happen. It's something that's very avoidable. It's something that we've talked about in, in great length in multiple discussions about multiple different people. And I'm not going to come down and, and on this show in the next couple hours and sound like the, the judge and the jury. And I'm not going to be the, the guy that comes down and says that Henry Ruggs is, you know, the, the worst thing walking the earth. I'm not going to be that guy. I've seen those people out there. Um, all I'm going to say is that, you know, I want to send prayers to the family of the, the, the young lady, I believe, as it's being reported, was lost her life in this accident. Um, that's a family member of someone that, that they won't come home, you know, and if anyone's ever had anyone that's been, uh, uh, someone close to them has been involved in a car accident and ultimately lost their life. That's something that you can never prepare for ever. I've been there, done that. I'll tell you that right now. I know a lot of you don't know me for very long, but I've been there, done that. I know it at a very high level. And, um, the difference is for me, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, an accident that had to involve a, a DUI situation, but an accident is an accident and the life was lost. And again, you cannot prepare yourself for that. So uh, first and foremost, I, I will make sure to let it be known that today is not about football. Yes, we're going to talk about football. Yes, we're going to talk about the Raiders. Yes, we're going to talk about the upcoming game against the, the Giants. We're going to talk about the trade deadline coming and going and not a whole lot of noise, uh, especially around the silver and black are concerned. But um, as far as, oh, man, there goes the season or, oh, man, you know, how are the Raiders going to rebound from this? That's today is not even really my concern. Today is really not even my concern uh, because it's bigger than that. So I'm going to just go ahead and start off with that. And myself and Damon were talking before the show started and we're like, hey, you know, I always come to the show with a topic. I always have a question I like to throw out there and, and want to hear response. I don't really even have a topic today. I mean, because there's really nothing that I could come out and say, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Or what did you think when you heard the news? I mean, I, I think at this point we all know how everybody feels when we heard the news that we heard. And I think for the most part, probably everybody was the same as me. I mean, I did some due diligence. I reached out to a couple people 
that obviously would know more than I would know to find out if the news is true, because everything you read online and on Twitter is not always true. And ultimately, it, it resulted in the Las Vegas Metro Police Department. They put out a statement. TMZ ultimately put out a statement. The Raiders since then have put out a statement. So, I mean, we all know that everything, as far as what we know is true, is true. And it's just very unfortunate. It's very sad. And just let you know how quickly things could go from the penthouse to the outhouse. You could be sitting on top of the world and all of a sudden have it all come crashing down on you in multiple different ways, you know. So um, just just a rough a rough deal and, and, and a rough you know thing to have to talk about. But that's what we're here for, to do. We are the flagship station of the Las Vegas Raiders. So, of course, it's going to be part of our conversation and we are going to want to hear from you. I will just go ahead and read the statement that the Raiders put out. A little while ago, coming from the Raiders HQ in Henderson, the Raiders are aware of an accident involving Henry Ruggs III that occurred this morning in Las Vegas. We are devastated by the loss of life, and our thoughts and prayers go out to the victim's family. We are in the process of gathering information. We'll have no further comment at the time, and that's that's that comment. And again, like they said, our thoughts and prayers go out to the victim's family, and they're in the process of gathering information, and that's really all you can do. Of course, the Las Vegas Metro Police Department have put out the statement about Henry Ruggs was on the site, on site when it happened. Uh, he, he remained on site as they uh, showed up. He, impe- he appeared to be impaired, and they took him to the hospital for evaluations of injuries, and he's going to be charged with DUI that resulted in death. And so that's all bad. But as everyone has asked and has reported, just, hey, just wait till all the information comes out before you really start to pass a, a ton of judgment, you know, for anyone out there who has never made any kind of terrible decision, then lucky you, because I feel like all the rest of us have, including myself, I'm not above that. I don't think any of us are, but there are some I found. <laughs> Believe it or not, I found some today that are holier than thou. So apparently, uh, you know, making mistakes don't fall into their DNA. And that's hey, great. Good for you. I am not that guy. I've made plenty of mistakes. And I thank God every day that some of the mistakes I've made in my life have not resulted in what we're talking about today. I mean, I just, I'll tell you straight up, I'm not going to try to candy coat anything. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I've made some poor decisions in my life. And I think if we all take a second to step, take a step back and look at ourselves, I think we can all say we've all made poor decisions in our life. So we do have some good guests coming up on today's show. I have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. He's going to join the show at 2.30, talk about the trade deadline. Deshaun Watson's still a member of the Houston Texans. Probably won't even touch on, on Deshaun Watson with the Texans but, or with, with John because, I mean, he's not playing. He's just there. They did make another trade. I'll ask him about that. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we have Mark Ross from NFL Network. He'll join the show. Been wor- working on him for a while. Got him locked in today. He'll be on call for Thursday night's football game. So uh, we'll talk to him about the trade deadline. We'll talk to him about, you know, this Henry Rugg situation and the fact that the NFL, and I heard JT talking about it, he did a great job covering it the last couple hours from many different angles. The NFL has systems in place. If you're out 3 o'clock in the morning and realize, I can't drive, I can make a call, someone will come pick me up, I'll be good to go, come pick my car up in the morning. Us common folk, we have Uber, <laughs> we have Lyft, you know, we have decisions like that we can make. We don't always do it, but we have them there at our disposal. There's definitely plenty of ways to get around town without having to risk your life or anyone else's life. That's for sure. Again, we don't always make that decision. I'm not trying to say that, you know, we do it 99.999% of the time. A lot of us don't. A lot of us haven't. A lot of us have made poor decisions. 
something that, you know, Henry Ruggs is going to have to deal with. He's going to have to come to peace with, and it's not going to be easy for a young 22-year-old man. Sure, he's going to have a lot that's going through his head. A lot of questions he's going to be asking himself. So I'm not, I'm not the guy that's going to be passing that judgment on him because that's just, that's not my place. Also coming up at 320, Silverado High School head football coach Andy Ostalaza. Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Year. Each and every week, I get to talk to a Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week. Every single week. It's one of my favorite conversations here on the station. I think anyone who's been listening for a while knows that. I enjoy talking high school football. I enjoy talking to coaches. Today, of all days, is a great day to talk to a high school football coach because this is exactly who these guys are. They're not just coaches. They're not guys that just teach X's and O's and wins and losses. These are guys that help prepare young men and women and to be young citizens in, in our communities and young adults in our communities and be go on to be successful, you know, young men and women, as I mentioned. That's, that's, that's part of their role, a major part of their role. It's not about just getting guys to the next level, getting guys to college, getting guys to the NFL. It's, it's way bigger than that. And that's why I really do enjoy talking to high school football coaches because I know how important they are. So, uh, Silverado head football coach, Andy Ostalaza. He is the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Year. His program is going to receive a $2,000 donation from the Raiders. They're also going to uh, help out with some, some, some products and stuff around, around the program. I mean, it's, it's really a cool little thing that they've done all year long. And so for him to receive that award, that's cool. So we'll talk to him at 320 about that. And also the fact that his team, Silverado, has gone undefeated, got a first-round buy, and they'll host Clark coming up on Friday. So that, that'll be a fun conversation. But uh, obviously got a lot to get to. Obviously the biggest conversation of the day when it comes to the silver and black is all around Henry Ruggs and what happened at the wee hours of the morning this morning. 702-365-9200. I know I got some very patient uh, listeners already lining up like Raider Mike. What's on your mind, Raider Mike? Welcome to the show. What's up, my brothers? Tell man. it, man. Heartbroken DQ. I'm a... Fort Myers International Airport on my way to Vegas, and this news drops. All happy. Look, that was my one worry about us moving to Vegas. Our young ballers. I mean, it's Sin City. You got the most beautiful women in the world, showgirls, sex workers, whatever, in your face, and you make a dime like that. You got to show control. Henry's going to be the example for all young Raiders from this point on because he was balling out. I mean, Super Bowl run in hand. I think it's going to galvanize us more. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We're the nation. We're used to this. We're used to gut punches like this. My heart goes out to that young lady's family. It's, it's just heartbreaking. It's, it's whoa. <laughs> Hard to talk about, but I've been there. I, you know, when I was that age, I was I was an MP in the infantry during the, the Gulf War. I thought I was invincible too, and I I have driven drunk. I admit it. Demond, did Raider Mike cut out, or is- yeah, it was becoming uh, unrecognizable there. Okay, all right. Well, just let me know. My bad. All right. Well, uh, sorry, Raider Mike. Your phone was uh, starting to mess up a little bit right there. Uh, it was getting a little scratchy. But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And I'll say this. And I heard some other people say that. Well, this is what I was worried about with Las Vegas. Look, DUI is happening in every city across America. Thank you. It is not exclusive to Las Vegas. I mean, look. 
I, I've been in Las Vegas now for what, since July. And believe me, I've had way more fun in my life. And I'll say fun in air quotes than here in, in Vegas. <laughs> believe me, I've, I've had way more fun and done a lot more stuff outside of this city than I have in this city. I'll just tell you right now. I mean, it's, I wouldn't put it on the city. I understand what you're saying because there's entertainment and there's stuff all around all the time and there's things to do. I get it. You know, it's a, it's a city where things can move real quick. You know, I heard JT explain it earlier. Hey, you could be, you know, hang out with your buddies one minute, then you'd be at a restaurant the next minute, then you're at the club the next minute, then you're all of a sudden it's three in the morning, you're driving home. Like, yeah, that could all happen quick, fast, and hurry. But uh, there's no, there's no excuse for, you know, the activity that happened, especially, I mean, there's, I hate to see even use the word, especially, um, there's multiple outlets that NFL players have. I, I've, I'm friends with enough NFL players to know that they have a number that they can call where it's very discreet. They'll get picked up, taken to their home, their place of residence, residence. They'll be fine. And they can go back and get a, pick up their car at a, at a later time. I mean, they have things like that. The Raiders have stuff set up like that. I mean, the whole league has stuff set up like that. So if at any time they feel like they can't, they can't, you know, get behind a wheel or, or they know that they can't get behind a wheel after having, you know, a few beverages throughout the course of the night, you know, they know what they've been doing. They, they've got to, they've got to make that, that decision uh, for their lives and more importantly, others around them. I mean, that's, that's the thing about it. It's one thing if, you know, you go and you, you cause harm to yourself, but when you cause harm to someone that's innocent, that has nothing to do with anything. And of course, I don't know all the, you know, reports and everything. I'm not, trying to speculate and just throw this, that, and the other out there. But, you know, from what it sounds like, it just was a very bad decision made by a young man. And now there's a life that's lost. And so, I mean, you just, it's, it, again, it's, it's very tough to talk about and put into words that are going to make sense. Got a text. Q, prayers to everyone involved. These things are not always cut and dry. They can be complicated. We all need to be patient, wait for the facts. Agreed. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. And I also, what is cut and dry is if you're in a position to avoid these kind of situations, you do it. That's also cut and dry. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There, there just, there can't be. And again, as I started the show, I know I haven't made the right decision every time. But there are decisions that can be made where you can avoid trouble and you could avoid issues like what are going on right now. So, yeah, you're right. There's plenty of st stuff that's still to come out. There's still going to be plenty of facts that are going to be, be dropped and, and, and led and, and let be known. But ultimately, someone is without a life right now. That's also cut and dry. That is a fact. So, I'm not defending anyone and I'm not trying to bring anyone down. I'm just being reality. Sometimes... Sometimes we have to do what I like to call have a little town home meeting and take care of each other. I mentioned that the other day when I was talking about the high schoolers in San Antonio that were playing bang, bang, shoot them up in the parking lot. We got to do better. Well, it's another case, but this time it's closer to home. Let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Let's talk to Ryan. What's on your mind, Ryan? What's up, RQ? Chill man. Good evening, Nation. Good evening, Nation. My heart goes out to the victim and their family. And we certainly pray for comfort to everyone involved. Henry is a great character, young man, and he deserves to redeem his name in the future. Young men need structure, 
24-7 because an idle mind is the devil's playground. And Vegas invites negative behavior. Henry speed and selfless play is irreplaceable. Thankfully, we have a lot of selfless players who are willing to sacrifice for our collective success. Therefore, we should not take one another for granted and hug our loved ones a little tighter today because no one is promised tomorrow and we can lose everything in the twinkling of an eye. Thanks for taking my call. Great, hey, great, great comment. Great wording. Thank you. Can I just say something, though? Yeah, yeah. Please, you, sound, you sound like you are upset at the world. Go ahead. I am, I am very upset. It's a very upsetting situation, but please, people, stop with the Vegas this and Vegas that. Plenty of people live here. They live their lives, and they are perfectly normal, well-adjusted adult and have their children here and raise families here. I just hate the notion of, oh, come on, that's Vegas this, that's Vegas that. You have bigger cities. You have even you have bigger cities in this country that have better nightlife. It's just, I just hate. I've lived here for basically for ten years now, and I just hate. I just hate when people say that. No, I hear. Like, you. I hear. And that's don't why tra- I said don't it a trash where we don't trash where we live. No, no, that's, and I, that's what I, I said. And I know, I know, people are like, "Oh, that's not what I'm saying." Or, "Come on, it's Sin City." We don't even call it that. Y'all call it that. No, but that's what I said. I know. I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I'm not talking to you. Okay, go ahead. Then. I'll, I'll wait. You we've go had, ahead. No, go we've had two calls in a row. I don't want to get on the soapbox because if I if I keep talking, I'll just come off no, more angry ahead. than I'll anything. Wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. You know, we have more callers coming in. We can uh, we can we can hear what they have to say. All right, let's go out to Raider Goose. What's on your mind? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, tough day. Um, so when I when I heard the news, and uh, anytime I hear drunk driving or DUIs in the NFL, the first thought that comes to my head. I was in the military when we would go out on weekends. We all have a designated number to call if we're at a bar, we needed to drive home, something. And that was the military. This is a multi-million dollar, billion dollar league uh, franchise. Why didn't Ruggs contact somebody to come pick him up from the franchise with his buddies? Uber. Dude, you make millions of dollars. Hire a personal driver. You know, you like to party? Do that. But the main the main problem is is this loss of life. It's not about football. It's not about right. you know him making dumb decisions. It's about the, the the lady that lost her life and a horrible choice that people still make uh, every day. And uh, I just wanted to say that, man. Uh, let's right. peace out, lady. We got we got to move on, guys. Uh, we got to do better every day. Right, exactly. Good good call, Raider Goose. I appreciate that, and of course appreciate the call from Ryan ahead of time and Raider Mike and. You know, uh, again, I appreciate what DeMond was saying as well. And my, my whole point to, to you, DeMond, was that I would definitely just went over that in a major way and was letting it be known that it's not on the city. And I don't know if that was part of the show that you weren't involved in, but that's what I was just saying. Like, I'm fully aware there's way more. I mean, there's DUIs happening across the country. It's not just one city. So we're not going to sit here and try to and, and nobody's going to bash Las Vegas. There's that's one thing you don't have to worry about. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So if you think. I'm going to let that happen. You're, you're mistaken. I, I think you know me better than that. I'm not going to let that happen. So uh, you, you can rest assured that that's not going to happen on the show. And if anyone's thinking it, it's, well, we're not going to hear it on, on, on this program. So uh, that, that's all I was trying to get get across to you is that I got to, I got you. You ain't, you ain't got to worry about that. Uh, let's go out to L.A. real quick and talk to our guy, Eddie. What's on your mind, Eddie? 
Hey, how you doing, man? I respect what DeMond was saying. He's absolutely right. People got to stop with that. This thing happens everywhere. I'm in L.A. It's tragic on how easy it is to avoid this type of situation and people still get into their vehicles impaired and go and put in put lives in danger for no reason you got two lives that are just completely destroyed the two families that are just devastated you got a little girl that's gonna you know probably lose her dad for some time there and then you got some others uh, family members that are no longer going to be able to be with their loved ones i mean this is this is this is this is just bigger than football and what what i really want to say this is just something that you you, people have to take responsibility for their actions this is a 22 year old kid with a lot of money and a lot and a, and a lot of advantages that a lot of people have to don't have, he had the choices to be able to call Uber, call a, a private, any anything he could have used that he had everything at his disposal. Yet he chose to get in the vehicle and do what he did. This is only and solely on him. This is not on the city of Las Vegas, not on the Raiders. He made a decision that affected someone else's life, and they paid dearly. And that should be that should not be lost at all. This this organization has always stood against against drunk drivers, against all all kinds of uh, of discrimination out there. So this should not ever once be on the city or the Raiders. It's just sad, man. It's just another thing that ha- happens to the Raider Nation. Another thing. I mean, we the players is, is this is hard. They're human too. This is going to hit them really hard. I don't know how they get up to play and be motivated to play. A game after seeing one of their their you know their their, their family members their their, their you know they, these guys bond together and now you're going to see his life destroyed over a just nonsensical choice that should have never ever even come to play, but unfortunately when people are adults and they're given money they have a choice and he made his choice. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. Thank you for the call again. And and as I told Demond, we're not going to sit here and bash the city. I'm not doing that. Not and I'm not bashing anyone. Actually, I'm just it's a, it's a it's a rough decision. It's a rough it's a rough thing that everyone's got to live with now, you know. And and unfortunately, this is what happens. This is what happens on the daily, you know. And it happens everywhere. Like you mentioned, you're in L.A. We're here in Vegas. It can happen in in Texas. It can happen anywhere. I mean, anywhere. These things these things do happen. And you just hope that people make better decisions when they have the opportunity. And sometimes they do, and a lot of times they don't. And when they don't, well. This is the result, and it and it sucks, and it's heartbreaking for the family. It's heartbreaking for the ones that lost someone that will never come home, will never grace that door again. That's what's the worst. That's who I, I hurt for the most right now. I hurt for those players in the locker room. They're like you said. They lost that. I mean, their brother, their brother is is, you know, in a in a terrible situation. Like Derek Carr said with the whole Gruden situation. You you love the man, you hate the sin, right? exactly what he said so you i can only imagine how he feels today and the rest of those guys in there they love that dude and and i wouldn't think that they would stop loving him because of this situation you just hate the decision that he made he's got to live with that and like you said he has kids now i'm trying to look at the big the 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 grand scheme of thing and and all and trying to involve everyone here right here in vegas we got alan he's up next what's on your mind alan Demond's point, uh, just real quick. And this can happen anywhere. You think of Barry Robbins the night before the Super Bowl in San Diego, Tijuana. We hear about guys all the time in Miami, New York, Dallas, San Francisco. This can happen anywhere. It's not just Las Vegas. But, but, but to both of you guys' point, 
if I was in a situation like that, I wouldn't even mind getting a hotel. And I've done it once before where the thought of booking an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi, it didn't even dawn on me. I booked a room at the, at the Cosmopolitan. I paid 150 bucks, And I stayed there. I stayed safe, woke up in the morning, and, you know, I wasn't feeling my best. But at least I knew in my mind, hey, I didn't put myself in danger. I didn't put anybody else in danger. I didn't put my family back home or my work family in danger. It's really just making smart decisions. Here in Las Vegas, we have so many resources to help you. I'm sure the Raiders have resources to help you at least get a, a ride home. Anybody on the 53 probably could have gotten up to give you a ride back or to wherever you need to be. It's really just making smart choices. And uh, I hope everybody out, out there just thinks twice of, before they act upon what they want to do. And, and uh, we just live to see another day. You guys take care. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Before we take one more call, I'll say that a, a report from Field Yates says the Raiders have released quarterback Nathan Peterman. So Nate Peterman is uh, no longer a member of the Silver and Black. Nothing officials come out, but that's from Field Yates from ESPN. So that's an uh, update. They didn't make any move at the trade deadline, but apparently uh, quarterback Nathan Peterman is no longer going to be a member of the Silver and Black. So that's an a interesting development. We'll take one more call, and then we'll take a break. Let's uh, stay here in the Las Vegas area. Talk to our guy, Sean in Henderson. What's on your mind, Sean? Hi there. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, sad news. I just want to say... This guy's a young dude. I, I think we all look back at our own lives, realize we didn't make great decisions always when we were 22 years old. He's certainly not a throwaway. He's going to pay a heavy price, most likely. In the state of Nevada, something like this, you're going to spend two years in prison. It's awful. Awful to the girl that was killed. Awful. Also, awful from a football standpoint. This guy was really coming into his own. Um, he's a first-round pick. It's a devastating loss. So as a Raider fan, my sucker's in the dirt. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Good stuff right there. And from a football standpoint, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's terrible for him. He was having a really good season, looking like he was the guy that the Raiders selected in the first round at, uh, you know, number 12 overall. And, you know, he was starting to really come into his own. You saw he was building chemistry with D.C. and uh, things were looking great on the field. And, you know, now all that is is on hold at the very least and could potentially be in jeopardy. I mean, again, we have to wait until everything shakes out until we really find out what happens and what's going to, you know, what's going to happen next. And we got to wait for all the details to roll out. I, I don't want to, um, you know, speculate too far of, of exactly what's going to happen, but you know, it's not going to be good. You know that. And so that's a, that's a, something that he's got to have to deal with and, and that the team will find a way to deal with as well. And, you know, we'll obviously have way more conversation about, about the team and, and football and, and trying to figure out what they're going to do as they prepare for the Giants on Sunday. I mean, there's plenty of time for that. Uh, I just think that today is one of those days that you just kind of get it, get it out, let it rip, and, and, you know, and, and then you, you start to move on. You start to turn the page because that's all we can do. Uh, I'm not saying you forget about it. I'm just saying that you start to turn the page because that's all at this point uh, any of us could do. So uh, many thanks to all the callers that we've had so far. Uh, we will get some more feedback from you, but coming up next, we're going to switch our attention to, well, the NFL and what's going on. And my guy, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, he'll join the show next. And I won't even get into this conversation with him about uh, Henry Ruggs, because I mean, there's not really a whole lot more to say about that, but we will talk about some other goings-ons across the league. So uh, that's coming up next here on Raider Nation Radio 920.
It's time to take a look around the NFL with our weekly visit from John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. I need to see a dog make a play. No puppies. I need a dog to make a play. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And John McClain joins us now on the phone lines to talk all things NFL. And, John, here we are, the trade deadline. It used to be kind of a dead day across the league, and now every year we look for some moves to happen. And, well, the Texans, they agreed to trade Charles Amenahue to the 49ers for a late-round pick. What would you think of that move by the Houston Texans? I think Charles Amenahue is like running back Mark Ingram II, who was traded to the Saints last week, that he's excited to get to move from the Bay Area to the Bay Area. From Houston, it's going to cost him a whole lot more money, and he's not going to a team like the Saints because the 49ers are struggling too, even though they won Sunday. But he doesn't know all those former Texans people that are working for Kyle Shanahan with the Niners, like defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans, who's one of the top players in Texans history. But he's going to like that organization. Of course, he's going to like that cool weather so i'm really happy for a minute because he hadn't been doing much here right no doubt about it and so he gets a fresh start and gets to do it in san francisco like you said a a nice area right there and we'll see if he can fit in how about the rams the move that they made on monday for von miller uh just really basically say hey we're all in on this year and strengthen that rams pass rush yeah at some point they're going to have big time salary cap issues and it's going to take a big bite out of that team. And they've traded so many high draft choices, but they're seven and one. They're coming off 38 to 22 victory in Houston, in which they were up 38-0 after three quarters. They host the Titans. They get lucky. Titans don't have Derrick Henry the rest of the season. They're great running back. Rams should win that game. And then I'm guessing home field advantage was going to come down to the Rams game in Arizona and then whatever the Packers do because right now the three best teams seem to be the Rams, the Cardinals and the Packers with the Buccaneers who just lost at the New Orleans and New Orleans lost Jameis Winston and Trevor Simmons had to pull that game out so I don't know if the Saints can keep it up but the NFC right now Q is so much better at the top than the AFC is. And going into preseason, I thought it would be the other way around. It felt like it. It really did. But you're right. The NFC is very top-heavy right now. And as far as the way that the Rams conduct business, you mentioned it a couple times. They trade off all their early-round draft picks. Now, they do cash in on their late-round picks and their undrafted free agents. But how quickly do you think that they can catch up? And do you think that that's something that's sustainable, just the way that they conduct their business? No, I don't think that's sustainable the way you can – Duck the business, getting a pass rusher like uh, Miller is is essential to what they want to do to take some of the pressure off of Aaron Donald. He had a sack and a half against the Texans. The Rams had five sacks, and having Von Miller coming off the edge certainly will be a benefit to Donald. And it doesn't matter who he's got on the front line with him. Q, he's going to get double teamed on almost every play. So in essence, he's helping the ones around him and whether it's Floyd or whether it's Miller, those guys should be able to cash in just having Donald attracting so much attention. That's the way it was here for years with J.J. Watt. And then they traded Jadavion Clowney after the 2018 season. Watt didn't have another pass rusher on the line with him. And that pass rush has never been the same since. Talking right now with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle on Twitter, at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. And speaking of J.J. Watt, how, how rough was that of a deal, him going down? And looks like he's going to be out for the season. And he was doing well for the Arizona Cardinals. 
I have never seen a guy have so many injuries on one play. A peck, a labrum, and a, uh, let's see, torn peck, torn labrum, and a torn rotator cuff. And he stayed in the game. And it's like Derrick Henry stayed in the game. And so I feel terrible for Watt. He'll be 33 in March. A lot of people are saying he should retire. I'd be surprised if he retired. I know this is not the way he wants to end his career. What about Derrick Henry? He's going to be out. Looks like he's also going to be out for the season for the Titans. And I don't think there's another player in the league that's that's relied upon as much as Derrick Henry is with Tennessee. How big is that and how much is that going to hurt them as they're the number one seed right now in the AFC? The the good thing for the Titans is they play in the AFC South. No team has a 500 record other than the Titans, who are 6-2. and two. They just beat Indianapolis in Indianapolis in overtime. Henry rushed for 68 yards, and they still scored 34 points. Ryan Tannehill can light it up. What they need is for Julio Jones to be healthy. He's been in and out of the lineup, in and out of practice. They gave up a second-round pick for him. They need him on the field opposite A.J. Brown, and they could still win the division. The thing is, would they be a legitimate Super Bowl threat without Derrick Henry? I can't imagine they would be. On the other hand, they play in the AFC, and right now nobody's threatening to run away with the AFC, and there's no dominant team in the AFC. So you get in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. You know, they want Adrian Peterson at 36 to have some kind of miracle. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, uh, it's it's going to be fun to watch because there's so much balance. Speaking of the AFC, you said nobody's really running away with it. And uh, right now in the conference, the Raiders are sitting there at number two. We were having a discussion yesterday. Uh, at what point do you take this team as a serious team? Can they really make a run in this AFC? What do you need to see from the Silver and Black to, to feel like this team is legit? I think they are legit. I think they've proved that in the last two games. First thing they got to do is make sure they hold on to the division lead. The Chiefs in that Monday night victory at home over the Giants, their offense did not look good at all. And the Giants' offense is not very good, so the defense should have played the way it did. But I thought the Chiefs would turn it around at some point. They still have plenty of time to do it. But Q, they just look so out of sync, so discombobulated. The team that I would think that you keep an eye on is Baltimore. Cincinnati losing to the Jets. Tennessee lost to the Jets. How can we take anybody seriously that loses to the Jets? But right now, I think the Raiders got to focus on winning the FC West and then see what happens in the East. And, in the, in, I mean, yeah. And then the AFC South, the Titans without Derrick Henry, I just don't see that being done. To me, Buffalo is still the best team with Baltimore and the Raiders second and third. And, and you know, it's, it's crazy because, like you said, uh, try to win the AFC West. It's right there in front of them with the Chargers losing. So they're sitting there right there atop the AFC West. They have the Giants this week. It looks like a game you should win. But, John, those are the games you have to go out there and you have to show that you're real by going out and beating that team and not letting them hang around with you. Well, if you don't, you end up like the Bengals. And the Jets, you end up like the Titans and the Jets. You know, every team has won at least one game except Detroit. So you got to, that's one of the things about a coaching staff. They have got to do everything they can, and they do, 
to make sure the players are focused on the task at hand, not looking sideways at what's going on around them in front beyond that next game. And the teams that don't lose focus or don't get distracted are the ones that have a best chance. But distractions seem to be around every team's corner, Q. There's always something that, that pops up and you're like, oh my goodness, how are they going to handle this? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the Raiders have already dealt with the whole John Gruden situation. And you know, John, I wanted to ask you about that as well. There's been reports that uh, there's a, a potential he's going to sue the league. And do you think that he does end up taking some legal action against the NFL? Nobody has any idea if John Gruden's going to do that. That would be a long, drawn-out process. He'd have to have attorneys that he would have to pay a lot of money to. I can't imagine that he needs money. Right. They reached a settlement. I'm guessing that settlement was for millions. I think the last thing John Gruden needs to do is to stay in the limelight. One of the things I could see Gruden doing, when he was working for ESPN, he had those quarterback camps and then uh, and brought the player, the quarterbacks into the trailers and quizzed them. I thought that was one of the most interesting things I've ever seen on TV. I don't know if he wants to do it, but I'll guarantee you if John Gruden took a year off and decided to do quarterback camps or coach quarterbacks preparing for the draft, they would line up to be able to learn from him. Yeah, I can see that. And that was one of the better shows on ESPN when he was doing those quarterback camps. We're talking right now with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, all things NFL. You can find him on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. And, you know, you mentioned Kansas City and they barely squeaked out that victory over the Giants Monday Night Football. Tampa Bay lost to New Orleans. Why are the two Super Bowl teams so heavily penalized? I feel like those are two very undisciplined teams right now, Tampa Bay and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, you just said it. Undiscipline is the word. You wonder how is it that a team like the Chiefs can be in back-to-back Super Bowls and be in three, I think, AFC championship games and be so discombobulated. And sometimes you lose focus. So you would think a team that loses a Super Bowl would be the hungriest team in the NFL, but traditionally teams that lose struggle the next year for whatever reason. As far as the Buccaneers, you know, they brought in a lot of players from a lot of other teams. They brought in players that have had issues, players that usually have issues off the field or not disciplined. And if you're not disciplined off the field, the odds are cue, you're not going to be disciplined on the field. And the difference is right now, the Buccaneers uh, have, are, they've lost two games and the Chiefs have lost four games and came so close on Monday night to losing to the Giants in Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, that would have been, man, we would have been talking about a whole nother ball game if that had happened. And I thought for a second there was a chance that that was going to happen, but the Giants are so bad. They are just really bad. They were they were the worst of the two bad teams on Monday Night Football. And, and John, final question for you, as far as just, you know, the NFL in general and, and the way that you look at it, you look at the NFC and you look at the AFC, and you mentioned before the NFC is very top-heavy. It feels like there's still quite a bit of parity throughout the course of the NFL, the whole league this year. Yeah, is that P-A-R-O-D-Y when I see some of these bad teams out there like (laughs) Houston and Detroit and Jacksonville? And I would have said the Jets, but some guy named Mike White played the greatest, one of the greatest games in quarterback history for the New York Jets and stunned the Bengals. And I'm interested if he keeps playing well 
if they go back to the second overall pick, Zach Wilson, when he's healthy. But that's a good problem to have when you can't decide which quarterback to play because one of them is playing very well. As far there's Q, I think there's 10 teams within a game of each other. Right. And the NFL loves that. Now, we still got a long way to go. We can't say over the second half because there's 90 halves anymore. But uh, it's going to be so interesting to watch how it plays out. In- injuries usually play a big role in that, i.e. Derrick Henry. And then we'll see who loses their quarterbacks. Saints have lost Jameis Winston. Yeah. Is that going to? How much is that going to hurt them? And I hate to see that. It's part of the NFL queue. But I hate to see a team going along well, lose the quarterback, or in Tennessee, Derrick Henry is just as important or more important than Ryan Tannehill. Lose a player of that magnitude. You'd like to, you know, it's a terrible thing to say. But if guys were going to be hurt, you'd like to see it be players at other positions, not your stars. Because the stars are the one that make the NFL what it is. Yeah, exactly right. I hate that for Jameis Winston as well. He looked like he was doing really well in New Orleans and now he tore his ACL and I guess, I don't know, I guess it's the Trevor Simeon show for now. Maybe uh, Taysom Hill comes back. He had a concussion, but, uh, yeah, it's a mess right now in New Orleans. And, and Jameis, uh, you, think he, you think he re-signs there next year? I think he's on, a, what, a one-year deal? I believe that's what he signed. That would be up to Sean Payton. That would be up to him. And if they let him go, they could get a compensatory pick for him. But I think if they thought Taysom Hill was a regular starting quarterback, they wouldn't have got him in the first place. Right, wouldn't have got I agree. Winston in the first place. Right, no, no doubt about it. And John, before I let you go, I do got to ask, man. It's Tuesday. Uh, you know the the World Series Game Six is back in H Town tonight. How excited are are you for it? And can the can the Astros force a Game Seven? Uh, the Braves did a tremendous job in Atlanta. I thought the Astros would lose the last game. They came back and won. It's three to two. I believe seven teams have bounced back from a three one deficit. Uh, I think if they win the game tonight they will win the game tomorrow night and win the world series now last year i said the same thing in american league championship series they were down 0-3 to tampa they won three in a row i thought if they win this third one to tie the series they're gonna win it all but they didn't the rays did rays went on the world series lose to the dodgers i just like to see it be a seventh game because to me when sports goes to the max that's when it's the the most exciting the most interesting so i hope it goes seven games and of course being a houstonian i want the astros to win but if they lost to the braves i'd be happy for atlanta i just didn't want them to lose to the dodgers (laughs) right i know that's right well john great stuff as always my man uh texas sports nation is where you can find all your work what you got coming out that fans should be on the lookout for all kinds of things about the NFL trading deadline, Deshaun Watson uh, moving forward, and we've got a lot of Astro stories. Plus, we got some other things going on in the city of Houston besides the trade deadline and uh, the Astros. All right, great stuff as always, John. I appreciate you, and uh, have fun watching the World Series tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much, Q, as always. There he goes. That's the great John McClain with us here on Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920 joins us each and every Tuesday, usually at 3 o'clock today. We got him a little bit early, so we do appreciate his time. Raider Nation, still want to continue to hear from you. Lots of stuff to talk about right now. 702-365-9200. Going to come on back, close out hour number one. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. 
Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Just got a couple more minutes left in today's, well, the first hour of today's Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920 coming up at 3 o'clock. Mark Ross from NFL Network will join the show to talk all things NFL. Many thanks to John McClain from the Houston Chronicle that joined us in the last segment there. Uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I mentioned the roster news that the Raiders released quarterback Nate Peterman, also released linebacker Javen White. That's something that we talked about on yesterday's show, that it was going to happen most likely today. Uh, my belief, and this is just my belief, is that the Raiders probably want both those guys to clear waivers, and then they just go ahead and sign them back to the back to the uh, practice squad, but we will see. Uh, also, down the road in L.A., the Rams have released Deshaun Jackson, He's available. Obviously, a lot of folks are putting two and two together saying, oh, he's a fast wide receiver. Raiders need a fast wide receiver due to everything going on with Henry Ruggs. So something to pay attention to. Folks are, like I said, trying to put those two and two together. We'll see if something shakes out about that. But uh, right now, the Raiders have, I mean, they have four wide receivers on the active roster. But who knows what's going to happen with Henry Ruggs. Uh, Don't expect to see him playing uh, this upcoming week without knowing everything that's going on, obviously, but just don't expect to see him playing anytime soon. So that would have him down to three, Zay Jones, Hunter Renfro, and Brian Edwards. So uh, clearly they got something they have to do. They have a couple guys on the wire, on the uh, practice squad, a couple young dudes. But again, that's for Mike Mayock and company to figure out. Uh, I did get a, did get a text and then we'll go to we'll go to the phone lines real quick. But I got a text on the Sam and Ash text line. And actually today would be a great day to have Sam and Ash on. Uh, to get their thoughts. So, Damon, maybe we can make that happen in the next hour. But I uh, got a text from Raider Fish in Berkeley. I got a couple of questions. Number one, what is the status report on Henry Ruggs? Was he injured in the crash? Two, is he out on bail or still in custody? I also want to add, we don't know what decisions Henry Ruggs made. Let, let us wait on the toxicology report before we jump to conclusions. And that's fine. And thank you for that text. I appreciate you. Um, I heard he had some kind of injuries, but there's been there's been all kind of different reports like i heard what i saw one report that said a hip injury but i haven't seen anything you know conclusive so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speculate on any kind of injury that that he had um so i'm not sure um as far as being in custody all i know is that he went to he went to the uh he went to the hospital and then the las vegas police department put out the report that he was being charged with a dui that resulted in death and so that's as far as that goes and no the toxicology report has not come out yet either and so um, you're right there. We, we don't have any idea exactly what happened. Uh, his lawyers have asked uh, that they're going to, you know, let it be known that they're going to do an investigation and then uh, we'll know more information later. So at this point, it's all just based off of uh, my conversation is based off of what the Las Vegas Metro Police Department have put out, which is DUI resulting in death, which is obviously all bad and all bad as far as the death goes. That's that's what the big the big number one concern is let's go out to the rare nation uh, listener line. Thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you, my man uh, texting out of Berkeley. Let's stay in the, in the Bay area and go to the five one Oh, and uh, talk to our guy, ABA Ivan Davis What's on your mind, my man. Uh, how's it going? Uh, Q? Thanks for the call uh, on behalf of the California golden tigers. We'd like to extend the family. Our deepest condolences has simply been too much death with COVID and stuff. So for me, any kind of death is just, Depressing beyond, yes. <clears throat> excuse me, Agreed. beyond Agreed. understanding. But uh, I think the Raiders are going to be all right. I think I have a feeling that Zay Jones is going to step up. I mean, because I, I hate opportunities that come like this. Okay, that come in situations like this. But it is an opportunity, and I think he's going to be ready. But they, 
uh, but I have a feeling they, they're going to need some kind of wide receiver for depth. I wouldn't try to replace uh, Ruggs. I, I just don't think you can. Right. Okay. Right. But get as, clo- get as close as you can. I mean, now Deshaun Jackson, that would be too perfect. I mean, that, that would just be too perfect for me. But, uh, and I wouldn't, but I wouldn't look for that to happen because if I was another team, would I really want to give you a speedster, someone that, you know, already trying to defend the Raiders with him is impossible and, and he simply opened up? How would I give you that? I'd, I'd, I'd give you the slowest turtle running receiver I could. Right. Okay, and just to make my defense better. But that's what I think. Uh, hopefully the Raiders make some kind of move. It's gonna, I guess it's got to happen soon, huh? The deadline's tomorrow. You know, uh, the deadline's today. The deadline's today. Actually, it's came and gone already. It's already it's already passed. It passed at one o'clock. All right, uh, there we go. Thank you so much for that, uh, ABA Ivan Davis. Appreciate you. Uh, we got to take a quick break. I will say before we go to break from uh, Eight News Now here in Las Vegas, uh, David Charns, and I appreciate the tweet. Uh, we got both myself and Demond got it tweeted at us. Uh, Henry Ruggs is doing court at nine a.m. on Wednesday. Court record show he was booked into the Clark County Detention Center and is being held without bail. So uh, that goes back to the the previous text that we have. So thank you so much for that. Uh, appreciate you passing that along. Coming up next, we'll turn our attention to NFL Network's Mark Ross. He'll join the show. We'll kick off hour number two to talk all things NFL. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.